Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood Podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman they were designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their stories. Welcome to episode 34. On today's podcast episode, I chat with the 23-year-old Alyssa Turin. She is from Canada and she has more wisdom than women twice her age. She uh, spoke about heartbreak, um, being single, being Catholic and knowing who she is. Um, She was an absolute delight to talk to and inspiration and um, you're going to love hearing what she has to say. Um, I have got so much um, hope, I think, from all the young women that I have interviewed in the last um, maybe six months. There's been a lot of young women, or maybe I'm just getting really old. But you young girls, women, you bring me such hope and um, such joy to see such vibrant young women. We're in really safe hands. So thank you. And don't ever give up the fight. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Alyssa. Thanks for having me. Before we begin, dive into this conversation, (laughs) let's know a little bit about you. Give us some background. Yeah, sounds good. Um, So I'm 23 I grew up in a small French town in Le Brocry, Manitoba, which is a state in Canada. Mm. And um, yeah, it was lovely. I'm the youngest of six. So I grew up in a big Catholic family. And then once I finished high school, I moved away on the east coast of Canada and studied for four years. Mm-hmm. And so how far away is um, Man- what is so Manitoba? Oh, is I'm going to say Manitoba <laughs> County because that's some <laughs> show I've seen. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> so Manitoba is the center of Canada. And then okay. I was, yeah, I moved away for a scholarship for volleyball. Oh, um, cool. And then well, you I have did... the height for volleyball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm known as the tall blonde. Yeah. <laughs> tall blonde, um, blue-eyed. Yeah. Canadian beauty. Except most people think I'm German. Yeah, yeah actually, you do look German, especially <laughs> with long hair. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so after the four years of um, huge adventure of the coast by myself, pretty much, moved away from family. Um, yeah, I worked for a couple of years as an event coordinator and then came to Australia to visit my sister who lives here. And then, yeah, I decided to come back after some surgery on my shoulder and I'm loving it. So. Oh, I need surgery on my shoulder. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So what I wanted to pick your brains about or mm. chat to you about is being a Catholic, being young and being single. Mm. But you weren't always no. single. <laughs> no. Um, and what that means, like it's hard enough being a Catholic today, mm. full stop, regardless of state in life or stage in life mm. and you're single I can't imagine mm. how hard that would be yeah like, yeah I guess me. yeah growing up I always had this image of finding the perfect Catholic man and um having yeah a big family and just 
you know, a fairy tale ending. So big course. families wasn't an issue for, like, you wanted a big family? Yeah, exactly. And mm. so, I mean, I did wait. It was like, I only had my first boyfriend in grade 11, 12. And it was the perfect guy. Everyone loved us together. We loved each other. And then God has different plans for us, though. And so. How long were you um, dating? For? for a year. And then we were both heading off to school in different states. So, so school for you is like university yeah, for us. for uni. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I was like well, we're for sure going to end up together later. You know, you have this clear image of your future. And um, yeah, it was quite funny because I came back during our summer break and he, I, he was the first one that he talked to me about, what do you think of me becoming a priest? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was really hard for me because, yeah, it was like, he was my best friend and yeah. like you said when you have this clear image of what you want as your future and it changes because God does that and yeah. it's very funny that way um but yeah I finally came at peace with it because I told myself or the Holy Spirit after praying so much especially to Mary because I'm like we are perfect together everyone thinks we're perfect together like why why can't why, God why, see this why would you <laughs> yeah. destroy this exactly yeah and yeah, after that, it was like a huge question of what love is and who am I supposed to be if I'm not with this guy that mm. I thought we were perfect together. And yeah, I think God just told me, he's like, I can't be jealous against God. Yeah. He. How long did it take you to grapple with that? Mm, quite well, being away as well, I, was, I went back to uni and I was just like questioning everything, mm. obviously. And, my purpose of being out there as well and yeah it was it took me some time and it was hard because of people still commenting about it as well like the change of heart the, of your yeah exactly what's his name I won't um, call him your boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> uh Serge 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 yeah so yeah I think a lot of because he was a handsome man as well a lot of people were like oh what a waste and things like that where it's like oh, man, that's really hard to hear. Mm-hmm. and That takes a lot of courage yeah, and maturity. Yeah, totally. And he was 18, 19 when he finally started going down. And it's amazing. Like, he's, yeah. So, so is so he after still? That, <clears throat> uh, yeah, he has a few years left into the seminary. So it's really awesome. And we have a really good friendship. So I'm very oh, blessed for that. How beautiful. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that was the beginning of realizing that our plans are not what God wants for us. Or his plans are different to us. Yeah. His ways are not our ways. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it was weird because I was so like strict in particular with the guys I wanted to date beforehand and finally found the perfect one after. And I was like, after that was like gone, I was like, well, I don't care anymore. Kind yeah. of thing. How do you grapple with that? How do you come to terms with something that, is good yeah. clearly is good yeah but it's not what god wants yeah Oof. that's i don't even know like that was the thing i think we still we look for answers and we want them yeah. as well like you don't actually, always have an answer exactly yeah. yeah i think like thinking about the bigger picture of what god has in store for the both of us as our vocation as well 
And I mean, I think that's the purpose of being a Catholic is is showing that we do put our trust in God. Mm. And even when you don't understand. Exactly. We don't need to understand it because it's his it's yeah. up to him. Yeah. And, and he doesn't he doesn't abandon us. No, exactly. He's there. Yeah. Um, but that takes a lot of maturity on your mm. half to come to terms with that. Yeah, and it definitely – So how old would you would have been? I would watching? have been 18. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. enormous. Mm. Yeah. You can only kind of put that down to a relationship with Jesus yeah. Christ because that yeah. wouldn't make sense otherwise, mm. like a real relationship, like you – Trusting him, being able yeah. to trust him. <laughs> Do you have a good relationship with your own father? Um, yeah, like he he's one to be very quiet, mm-hmm. so like faith-based. I never really had discussions with him there, but he's a very patient and loving man. Mm. So I learned that would have helped. through his actions mostly. Yeah. But, yeah, I think also being away from my family, I was just like. Gave you independence or space? Both, mm. yeah, both. And. But, yeah, going through all this, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to get married to this person. Who am I going to find next? Am I going to find better? All these things. And it's like sometimes we think too much ahead instead of just being in the moment. Where I was like, okay, I'm here to study and play volleyball. And he obviously wants me to be here. So kind of following that. Um, But, yeah, relationship-wise, it was tough because after that I was like, well, I'm never going to find that. Mm-hmm. again so I'll just settle for anything and is and that what happened yeah a little bit yeah it was like you've taken scary. away the best guy so I'll just settle for <laughs> yeah, any <exactly>. guy <laughs> exactly and I don't know it was it's very oh man those four years and even now it's been very interesting yeah. and just like I think I now looking back I think that I wanted to bring people to God and I thought for for me to do that, I needed to be with the guys and like show them. And but it's not up to us in no. the end, right? It mm. was like this whole thing of like I'm putting myself into these relationships and ho- like to change them, to hopefully change them. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, I can't change someone. No. It's it's totally not up to exactly. us. Exactly, exactly. We ha- we don't have that kind of power. Mm. <laughs> exactly, only God does. Mm. And so I think that's where you kind of. I kind of lost myself as well in my mm. faith mm. where I was like I wasn't focusing on the right things. Yeah. And that's so easy to do. Mm. And that's, that's, isn't, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, thankfully like I ended up, I always found, I think, um, like going back on the track and being like, okay, hey, what do I actually want in a relationship? And what is God calling me? Mm-hmm. as a woman as well and yeah so I ended up finding a really awesome man out there as well in Moncton and yeah we dated for almost a year and it was again the perfect it was like oh he was the captain of the soccer team I was the captain of the volleyball team it was like That's I don't right know. yeah exactly <laughs> like what's oh, better than that got yeah. One. yeah this one's not gonna be yeah. a priest is he <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Like, is that my calling to convert men? <laughs> I think that's what I was like. I, I draw <laughs> all men to the priesthood. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, yeah, which was amazing because our friendship was based from faith, 
from the get-go. So it was, we would discuss. Where do you find these exactly. men? <laughs> uh, in Canada? <laughs> no, yeah, I think, yeah, it was very strange because just the way we ended up talking and all these things. But, um, yeah, long story short, it was a faith-based friendship and relationship. And I think it's still beautiful, like, thinking about how I changed mm-hmm. through this relationship. And it was the same thing with Serge, I think. It was, like, just because it didn't work out doesn't mean it wasn't meant to be yeah, for our friendships. For a time, yeah. yeah. How, like, our faith, like, we can learn so much through, like, each other. Yeah. And just because we weren't getting married, all these things doesn't mean that I learned so much and I grew so much more in my faith as well, mm. especially yeah, with Chris as well, with my, this past relationship that I had where he was so Bible-based. He was really, yeah, I guess, grew in his faith through the word of Christ and I was more based on church and yeah, just living it, yeah. living it out and being out there as well. And yeah, being opposite sometimes in that sense really challenged us and made us grow. So yeah, I don't know. Like, and when did that piece come from the first relationship moving on to the other? Mm-hmm. Was there a sense of peace or was there still resentment? Yeah, well, or confusion. Yeah, I think there's always been a lot of confusion for me about what love meant. Hmm. And it's funny because I think we tend to base it off like movies and I've asked so many different women as well. Like, how did you know it was the right one? How did you know? I just wanted that. I feel like I needed that feeling of like sparks and all these things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's exactly it. I think when I, I, me and Chris were still together um, over a year ago, I came to Australia for a few months and which was really tough because for him it was like if I was going away for this for this adventure kind of thing it was going to be difficult the time change and all these things but through God whatever happened hmm. will happen and yeah I was out here and I just like I don't know something in me was I was just so confused about love and hmm. I thought I still wanted that that family and getting married and having kids and being a mom and mm. all these things where it like, it's like all of a sudden I was like, Whoa, is this, I, what I God, don't want that or is this what God wanted me to do? Right. Or is this my own plan? Yeah. And yeah, I think the friendships that I made here as well was made it really hard in the sense where I'm like, I think I want to stay here for a while. I think I I want to experience this new adventure on myself, but like by myself Mm. and not knowing, I think not knowing my own, like who I am as a woman was not fair for the guys that I was with because how can I expect, yeah. How can I expect a man to know how to love me if I didn't know how to do that myself? Yeah. You're you're very deep. (laughs) You're very wise. Mm. I don't think I was like that. Mm. I remember when um, I was dating who my who is now my husband yeah. for five years before we mm. but we we started dating um, when I straight out of school so I was eighteen and wow. oh no maybe four years yeah I can't remember now was <laughs> but um, 
I remember when he broke up with me, um, I thought I cannot live in the same country. Mm. I cannot be in the same city or country <laughs> and not know what he's doing or be where he is. Yeah. So I went and lived in Spain. I remember saying to my mum, you're going to have to strap me into a wheelchair and push me onto that plane <laughs> because I can't do that by myself. Yeah. So for yeah. you to come up with these amazing deep um, truths yeah. of understanding your identity mm-hmm. is incredibly helpful. Yeah. Well, I obviously didn't come up with this all by myself. <laughs> like it's a lot of, I think, just, yeah, reading and being around the people that can make you grow. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about being a Catholic and a young woman as well. These days it's so hard to be distracted by or being... So easy to be distracted or so hard? No, it's so easy to be distracted of our purpose, of like why we're here. Mm. And yeah, that's exactly it. I think I just, in that relationship, it wasn't a toxic relationship. It was just... I needed to. I need to figure out. What so, are you still in that relationship with with Chris? Chris? No, no, I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. So, we ended up breaking it off last year, and again, we're still really good friends. Which, like, is wow, you have you have this amazing effect on men <laughs> that you can go out with them, realize it's not you know for you. Uh, some go to the priesthood, <laughs> but still remain really good friends. Yeah, that's a testament to you yeah. as a person. Well. Yeah, I think that is pretty special. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I can't be friends with my exes. But, yeah, I think it depends, obviously. It shows that the re- that the the relationship to start with is not based on, you know, frivolous things. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have to say it's not with every guy that's been like that, but those two main relationships mm-hmm. that I've had where it was long-term, yeah. I guess, it was definitely, yeah, it ended well. And it's nice because... I'm taking this year, I've feeling, I don't know, I don't even feel single. It sounds strange to say, but I just like wanted to focus this year on what love is. And um, I started thinking about, I'm like, okay, God is my best friend and he's my father. And like, why can't he be my husband as well? (laughs) So I started thinking about that and how like, he's the only one that will never disappoint me as well. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, it's been an interesting journey so far, and I've found so many new relationships here Mm. um, in Australia. And yeah, I think I think as I started reading um, Saint uh, Saint John Paul the Great, Mm. the book. Mm. I don't know if you've heard about it. I have. I haven't read it. It is a must. Like I've learned so much from that book, and just like the beginning of the year already, and. I can't, like, I started writing so many things in my journal because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so true. And just, yeah, I think it's really important to know who we are as women because we can't give ourselves if we don't know ourselves. No, no it's so true. You can't, yeah, we need to know who we are mm. and whose we are before we can really fully live out mm. our vocation yeah. as a mother, as a wife, as, you know. A religious yeah. sister, yeah. As as anyone, mm. like you can't you can't give what you don't know you have. Mm. Does that make sense? No, percent. Yeah, I agree. Um. So, do is this just you, or um, do you have a lot of friends, young friends, 
who are as discerning as you are in relationships and um, knowing what you want. Mm. So what I'm what I mean is like this. Do all your friends think like this? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You have a, a real deepness mm. to you that is not your average twenty-three-year-old. <laughs> I'm no, just saying. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. No, I think what's really hard in the sense where I've always got along with guys a lot better growing up as well mm. like having four brothers and mm. my one sister and I don't know just being tomboys I guess so now going to university playing with a team of girls all the time living with them mm. and that was How'd that go? my family <laughs> yeah, a lot of hormones and <laughs> so not I mean I I can't say that I was the only Christian person but it was difficult being myself. Hmm. But I knew that I needed to be. I think that's why God put me there. Hmm. And um, talking about chastity with women. Had that go down. Um, yeah, it's hard because a lot of the bonds that women have these days is talking about guys and sex yeah. and yeah. all these things where it's like I've – I haven't really experienced like I'm how how do you navigate that kind of environment Mm. being yeah yeah it's hard Mm. it's so hard because we live in a society where everything is based on it's saturated sex oh so bad Mm. so bad and we don't even even kids shows oh 100 percent, and it's so sad Mm. because we don't even understand how precious our bodies are. Mm. And especially as women, I think like comparing ourselves to Mary, if we want to like be anything close to how pure she was, she was the first like tabernacle. Mm. Like, I know. Isn't that like it's so beautiful and like mm. looking up to her and yeah, just how sexualized everything is these days is really sad and mm. it's so hard to talk about because you're the odd one out you're yeah. going against the like the river flow yeah and it's like people think you're crazy like oh what you're a virgin like yeah what <laughs> why oh we should make a tv show about you <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so yeah these things were really tough because I wanted to show as well these girls who are my teammates but also became my sisters mm. in a sense where um, and how did their perception of you change? Uh, that was the nice thing. I don't think they ever, well, not that I know, I don't think they really cared Yeah. about, they, we all respected each other. And, but yeah, I think it was hard because I wanted to tell them how precious they were and not like this yeah. guy doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't know how to love you, like doesn't love you. And we often, I think when it comes to when we want to find the right guy, we like, we want him to complete us, but he's never going to, he's never going to exactly. The only person that can ever complete us is God. And yeah, I remember having this talk with who was my best friend at the time. Um, She, yeah, started seeing different guys and um initially I just like wanted to tell her like how precious sex was Mm. and not being married and all these things I'm like how do you tell someone without scaring them away from 
your, your, your bond. Yeah, your relationship, your mm-hmm. friendship. So, yeah, it was really tough, but it ended up being a really beautiful talk as well. And I think... Has she kept in contact? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're still we're still good friends. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we lived together. We played together, all these things. And I knew that I could talk to her about anything, mm-hmm. which is, again, really special. But, yeah, it's not easy. It's such a taboo thing, like yeah. purity, like mm-hmm. chastity. Like, wow. what? <laughs> exactly. What's that? Yeah, exactly. And... Or they have these preconceived ideas of what it is, mm-hmm. and it's denial, denial, yeah. denial. But like, I don't like in the sense that like, I don't blame people because we've been so brainwashed mm-hmm. through social media, and again, like the way we talk about our bodies and like comparing ourselves and all these things. It's, Comparison kills oh, women, yeah. minute by minute. Like we live in totally. it. Oh, it's I, horrible. It is, and. I am so, 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 so guilty. When you catch yourself out, you realize how often mm. you do it and how often other people yeah. do it. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just talking about this with a friend, how like, it's so, it's like a vicious cycle of like being content with who God made you mm. and also mm. wanting, yeah. yeah, having this inner beauty through Christ and wanting this beauty that the earth or the world tells you that you need to be how you're supposed to look, how you're supposed to dress and these things. And it's so hard just finding something that. But being um, as you are, uh, being, um, um, being not content, but be, really knowing who you are, like having that understanding. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the key lies to contentment. Yeah. Um, yeah, who you are and whose you are. Mm, 100%. And I think going back to being a Catholic woman, how it is these days, it can be the easiest thing or it could be the hardest thing in a sense where it's it, it can be easy if we remind ourselves, myself, that I'm not on this earth and, like, how we are we are put here for to be missionaries and to be disciples of Christ and to reminding ourselves that um it's like um if I quote this um the saint from she became the first saint in Australia oh yeah uh, yeah she said we are but travelers here yeah and that is so true like if we remind ourselves of that it's so easy to be a Catholic I'm like it's not so easy (laughs) (laughs) relatively speaking yeah (laughs) It makes it easier, I yeah, should say. It makes, it makes sense. It yeah. You're like, okay, you have this like this fire of the Holy Spirit too when you read something like that. But then it can be so hard because we are so distracted by so many different things. Yeah. And yeah, we it's easy to lose track of our mission yeah. and why we're here. Our purpose. Yeah, exactly. And people feel I think that I think that's the thing. They've lost they they don't know their identity. And they don't understand their purpose. Mm. And so they're kind of like um, clawing, you know, walking around in circles, clawing at things. Searching for different happiness. Which aren't, it's not going to fulfill them. Um, Yeah, I agree. Um, I have something I wanted to, it was on Instagram and I can't, I took a photo of it. I'm looking for it actually. Um, Oh. Sorry, I can't find it. I don't know. But it was, it was along the lines of um, 
girls should stop comparing each other and just look at what they have. And it is beautiful. God doesn't make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you are the way you are because that's how he wants you. Mm. Warts and all. Like, yeah. And there should be, we should rejoice in that. But that takes a lot of courage, I oh. think. And to, to um, block out what society says you are. Oh, yeah, especially. <laughs> yeah, like you're not good enough, you're not thin enough, yeah. you're not tall enough, mm. you're not smart enough, you're not, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. They're all lies yeah. because you are the way you are because that's the perfect version of you. Mm. Um, you're broken, yes. Yeah. You have flaws. Yeah. But the way you look is, I remember seeing this girl um, at the shops once and she was a, she would have been a beautiful looking girl. Like she was only young. She would have been no older than your age. Mm. She was so Botoxed and and filled. Yeah. She looked, she was distorted. And I thought, you poor, uh, who, who told you that? that yeah. That's how you should look. It was it. It looked painful. Yeah, and I thought, what a waste. Yeah, not a waste, but I just felt really sorry for oh, her. Totally, because she doesn't understand who she, the way she is is. She doesn't have to be somebody she's not. Yeah, because everyone else is taken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. Mm. That's that's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It reminds me a part of the book from Saint. Oh, yeah. John Paul the Great yeah. says how it's hard because we lack understanding of the meaning of being human hmm. and he has a plan for all of us and it's different. Everyone's different, but. And everyone's necessary. Oh, totally. And like the way we're all different, but we're necessary. Yeah. And don't try. Yeah. Sorry. I can't. No, that's fine. That's fine. I think that's the beauty of relationships. How. Even if we're so different and we have different religions, we can learn so much from each other. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, initially the book was saying how God became man to show us exactly that, how to be human. And he showed us how to love. Initially at the end he died for us on the cross because he loved us so much. And that Hmm. discovering how love is not just emotions and feelings, it's sacrifice. That's exactly what it is. I'm doing this, the Lenten, Blessed Ashe Lenten Journal, and today they were looking, we were looking at how um, the night before Jesus died, he held a party, like he, he had a dinner party, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. He, and he served, he, he um, gave himself yeah. to those that were going to betray him. He cleaned their dirty feet. He looked mm. into their wandering eyes and mm. told them he loved them. Mm-hmm. Like if that's not love... Mm. And that's what we're called to do yeah. is to love everybody the way they are. Yeah. And how we are we are as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How beautiful. Um what else? <laughs> Obviously we've done that. So so I think the overriding um emotion or feeling that I can see from you is peace. Mm. There's no fear in what he has for you because yeah. you know it's it's good yeah and to come back yeah to come back to that as well it's like I 
I think we go through phases, all of us, how yeah. we feel at peace and then other days we get those distractions and that's exactly what Satan wants us, to be distracted yeah. and to make us worried and shake our cage again. But yeah, I have obviously those days or those moments where I'm like, oh, what's the plan for tomorrow? Am I going to find someone? What is my vocation? Like all these things. But yeah, just just being connected with God's word and mass is has been something that always keeps me on track mm. and as much as possible <laughs> yeah yeah um no but it's you have to be intentional yeah like you can't um you're not going to know who god is or hear him unless you stop and listen being still yeah <laughs> and that's really so, hard for people Oh, for everybody. Exactly. Because we, we want to be distracted. Yeah. We like being distracted because we don't like listening to our own thoughts. No. That means we can hear something. Heard, <laughs> the I Holy heard, Spirit. I heard somebody yesterday, I think it was, Chris Stefanik, you probably know him. Mm-hmm. He's in, he's quite a famous American okay. um, speaker. Yeah. Catholic speaker. And he says, I wrote it down yesterday because it was so funny. <laughs> he said something along the lines of, um, don't go into your mind alone. It's like a scare. It, d- d- don't go into your thoughts alone. Like take them to God or right. take them to, you know, a direct, someone yeah. that will direct you, someone that will help you because your mind is like a scary neighbourhood. You don't oh. want to go in there alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want to go in there alone. No. It's, yeah. Because but, you don't know what you're going to find but, if if you surrender and you hand it all over, mm-hmm. you're not going to find exactly fear. I think we're frightened of of what we think yeah. God is asking of us. Oh, oh totally. <laughs> that is it is scary to think that. Even like to think right now, like what well, my purpose is. I'm just nannying a couple of families here in Australia, and I find or it's just part time. And then I have these days where I'm so used to being busy all the time, having a full schedule mm-hmm. and having those days off. I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, <laughs> and having that time of silence is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. You don't realize that you're yeah. actually yearning for that. Mm-hmm. And especially that it's, I don't think people intentionally put pressure on us about like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing this weekend? And we always feel like we need to have a full schedule as yeah. well. And like even like, oh, what's your plan for this year? Are you just going to stay here in Australia? And we just start all nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're all valid questions. But it's like, I don't, I don't know what God wants me to do. And right now I feel called to, to be present to the people around me. And How beautiful. Yeah, I think... That is pretty amazing. I have to put you onto my it girl of the moment, Anne Voskamp. Have you read any of her? No, I haven't. She she's written a book called A Thousand Gifts. Okay, I, I talk about it way too much in this podcast, so I'll tell you about it after. <laughs> okay, but so, so worth it. Mm. Just being present to the being present in the moment yeah. and being grateful and yeah. having gratitude for everything. Oh, it's life changing. Yep. Here comes my two legged <laughs> <Little> friend. friend. <laughs> 